Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Boy, do we have a very special show for you today. Amazon John, Olivia Newton-John, joining me here today to talk about rainforest health, wellness, and all of the amazing things that they are doing to help people across the globe thrive in all aspects of their lives, but especially health and wellness. And this is something very near and dear to my heart. Amazon John is joining us here today. I also know him as John Easterling. Met him in Seattle a bunch of years ago, and boy, has his life changed. For the better, I would say. Can't wait to hear what he's got to say about it. But many of you also know the phenomenal work that he has done to bring the most exquisite health and wellness products and message to all of us here today. The reason that they call him Amazon John, maybe we'll hear about that in a second. And we'll also be joined by Olivia Newton-John. This is a power team of people that are all about health, wellness, and taking action to do so. John, thank you for joining us here today. Welcome to the show. Really happy to be with you again, Dr. Pat. You know, I'm going to talk a lot about you both when you're off the air and explain your background, but I want to get to the exciting news. I mean, I've heard the expression, there is gold in them, there hills, and there is something that you've discovered. Give us a sneak preview of how your life, your commitment to wellness has taken off here in the past year. Uh, well, it's been, a, it's been an extraordinary uh, venture uh, for me. I mean, I, I yes, I ran into uh, these botanicals in the Amazon rainforest. I was a treasure hunter, as you know, Dr. Pat, for many years uh, with a variety of uh, pre-Columbian artifacts, tribal artifacts, working with indigenous groups. And, and they turned me on to these botanicals that made a substantial difference in my health. Uh, I had had hepatitis, and it just really brought me back to uh, life that changed the whole, my mental acuity, the energy flow, my sense of groundedness really kick-started the immune system. And so it was just a treasure. I looked at it as a treasure and still a treasure hunter. So we've been working with exclusively these rainforest botanicals for the last 20 years. And it's just been so much fun and we've seen so many results and, and so many uh, people. And of course, the company evolved from that the last 20 years and just been a very very exciting journey well and we have we have some giveaways we're actually going to give away later on in the show uh but you, you know there are many many things that i've heard you speak about i've had, I've, I've actually had the pleasure of of listening to you speak about your journey about what you've discovered uh but you are committed to helping people uh get to the path of wellness D- doesn't matter what's going on in their lives what is it that you have found most supportive of building strong immune systems you know Let's talk about some of the botanicals that you have discovered and what you're seeing in results from people. Sure thing, Pat. I mean, you know, what I learned when I'm uh, working with doctors for about three years with these botanicals was that pretty much the whole population is dealing with the same kind of issues, immune system dysfunction, uh, environmental toxicity, inefficient digestion, metabolism, inflammatory uh, type processes, pain, swelling, inflammation, and uh, brain, almost a brain kind of dysfunction these days. 
And so these botanicals and rainforests can do extraordinary things. And the greatest thing right now, Pat, that's coming out, I believe, is the camu camu. And the camu camu is a little, a little fruit, a uh, real berry that grows in the floodplain of the Amazon. It's got the world's highest concentration of natural vitamin C, so it addresses a lot of what I just talked about. It addresses that immune system in a big way. It addresses the uh, great research piece came out from in Japan showing us anti-inflammatory and antioxidant uh, benefit. And then, to me, the most important thing is when you do that, it kind of sets a uh, uh, makes a different terrain. It reestablishes a biological terrain in the brain that helps facilitate uptake of ter- serotonin, one of the important neurotransmitters. It's kind of a feel-good uh, neurotransmitter. So what it does is just help, in a very mild and subtle way, adjust people's attitude and adjust people's perception of the world. And, of course, when the perception, you know, our reality is essentially our perception of how our life experience is being expressed from moment to moment. So it's a, we call it the kind of Amazon feel-good fruit for that whole basket of benefits. I have to tell you, people can really use a ton of this right now. <laughs> I mean, you, you know yeah, I know. I mean, I love talking with you here for a couple of reasons. One of them is that, um, uh, you know, we have to get through the maze right now of what we are learning is called health and wellness. And so you have been a pioneer with this message for quite some time. Now it seems, though, you have a captive audience because, I mean, aren't you finding, John, that people really want to feel good, but feel good naturally. The pill, potion, and lotion solution is just not necessarily working anymore. What have you discovered? Well, you're exactly right. And not, not, you point out a very strong trend and a very strong uh, 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 activity that's happening in the world. In other words, people do want to feel good. And right now, it's the antidepressants uh, and anti-anxiety drugs. That category of pharmaceutical now is the largest selling category of pharmaceutical. It's even bigger than the erectile dysfunction category, if you can believe that. Oh, I can't, it's hard for me to believe, <laughs> but I, I, I feel it. I'm feeling yeah. it with you right now. Yeah, yeah. People oh. do want to feel good, and there's a natural way, you're exactly right, to go about that. And that's what uh, that's the beauty of the Amazon rainforest. There's just a botanical treasure house mm. of new kinds of natural chemistry and nutrition and information mm. that's uh, expressing itself through these botanicals. You, this is your family, John. I mean, I, I don't want to be so presumptive to talk about it like this, but, you know, you have embraced and become part of um, a culture, uh, people, the, uh, the, the, Amazon, the rainforest. I mean, th- this is almost as if it's part of your bloodline. So I can't help but feel how, how sensitive you are to A, what's going down, what's going on there, but B, your sense of urgency to, to extract the best to help people across the, the globe. How are you doing that? Well, you know, we have a, a pretty simple, uh, straightforward vision and mission with Amazon Herb Company, and that is to open up this treasure house of, you know, healthy nutritional botanicals to the world. We want people to have access to this where previously they did not. And the second thing uh, that we're really about is uh, supporting and empowering a sustainability of the rainforest, not only for the rainforest itself, for all its inhabitants, including the indigenous people who are becoming a threatened species. So we, we formulate products, we uh, 
ecologically harvest things. We work in conjunction with the indigenous communities uh, down there. Uh, in fact, we help support them getting rights and deeds and titles to their land. We provide solar technology uh, for like shortwave radios and communication uh, devices. We put biodiversity education into these remote rainforest communities uh, for the children to learn the value of the rainforest on a bigger global scale. So all of that is part and parcel of, of what we do and who we are. So when somebody you know, consumes these products, they get a benefit, certainly, and then also they're helping to complete that circle of healing that goes right back to the Amazon. Well, you know, and this is part of, I mean, we started out and you sharing this, that, you know, you started out as sort of a, a treasure hunter. But, but the bottom line is that I love the law of attraction, by the way, because I, I love how, in fact, you are achieving your goal because you are finding treasure. And now the difference is, I think, that you're finding it and sharing it. What what most excites you right now about where you are in your life? And, of course, you're going to say Olivia, right? But then after well, that. I'll tell, I tell you what, Pat. <laughs> you're talking about treasure and the law of attraction. And uh, my lovely wife, Olivia, is right here uh, with me who, you know, shares all the principles and things I was just outlining. And she's so representative of, you know, a person that's really accomplished, not only accomplished a lot, but is really devoting her life to doing good things in the world right now. I love it. Olivia, thank you, and welcome to the show. Hi there. How are you? Excellent. Nice to speak to you again. It's, lo- it's great to speak with you again. I mean, we're talking about creating a, a, a magnitude of change on this planet, and I was sharing with John that, you know, I've known him for a while, and I also know how powerful his message is. And right now, we really have people across the globe that want to hear this message, that want to be healthy. And I wanted to ask, uh, you know, you, Olivia, uh, it, it's it's been about a year since you and I connected. I want to know what it has excited you most about this past year, what you've discovered, and what your platform now is to help people. Well, living with Johnny Sling is a treat because I get firsthand all the best herbs in the world <laughs> handed to me on a tray. Uh, no, it's been an amazing journey. Um, we've had the most incredible time and me learning about the herbs. I've been taking them for many years and I met John first about 18 years ago right after I had breast cancer and he sent me um, Illumination, which is a mixture of herbs and I still love that product and take it all the time. But um, it's just been a wonderful journey of adventure, um, going to the rainforest, helping the the children of the Amazon. Um, of course, what I love, being a girl, is Juvia, the skincare line, which I use every day and absolutely adore. And it's, it's very pure. It has no chemicals in it. It's, um, John taught me that, you know, you buy skincare, and I never knew much about what was in it and never really bothered to find out. But he said, if it's white, it isn't right. So that makes 99.9% of them not right. Right. And of course, Juvia is not white and it looks like the Amazon River actually to me. That's what it reminds me of. It's kind of a golden color and smells fantastic. So I've learned so much about uh, herbs, about skincare and about life and it's just been an amazing journey with my husband. And one of the things that I'm so thrilled about this year is, you know, this upcoming, uh, of course, we're talking about Earth Day and much more, but there seems to be this, this growing a, a, amazing collective, let's just call it collective of people that are really looking to contribute to the planet and contribute to the earth. How, how important is this Earth Day for each of you? Olivia, I'll start with you and then John. 
Well, Earth Day, um, I, I think John and I, I, I shouldn't speak for him, but I think I can. I think we consider every day Earth Day. We try to be conscious of what we're doing, um, you know, how we live, how we recycle, what we eat, where we buy it from. We try to eat locally and organically and all those things. So we try to, I think it's become more an everyday thing. I think it used to be years ago, you probably think about more once a year, but I think for me, I, I try to be more conscious every day, and you can't help but be conscious with everything that's happening on Mother Earth this past couple of years. There's been so much change and flux, and so many people are affected by it that you have to become conscious, I think. Yeah, for me, uh, Dr. Pat, I mm-hmm. think it's, uh, this year is really big. I think, we, I think we reached that kind of a tipping point in consciousness where people are, are really aware. I mean, as Olivia points out, yeah, with the, with the earthquakes and tsunamis and all the, all the activity that's going on around the world, it's woken people up to, uh, our, our planet, the activity of the, the planet as a, as a biosphere. And in the rainforest, just recently, you may not know this, but there were, there had been in Ecuador a gigantic oil spill that was bigger, in fact, than the Gulf oil spill. And this happened about 13 years ago. And since the last 13 years, there's been a, a litigation and a court case going on with the government of Ecuador and, and the oil companies, and they just recently finally came to a conclusion and fined uh, Chevron like $8 billion. So it was just a gigantic thing. Now, of course, that's going to be appealed and, uh, you know, continue to carry on. But the point is that that's the first time a government has taken that uh, act, that type of activity, that magnitude of activity, against someone who has really been a, a spoiler of the environment. Because not only did it spoil hundreds of thousands of acres of rainforest, but now, you know, years later, you're having the incidence of all kinds of disease really uh, skyrocket in that area due to the contamination of the soil and the river systems. So that is, a, I think, a turning point, and uh, the consciousness of everyone that I'm talking to is a lot more geared now towards, you know, sustainability and what can we do, uh, A, to improve our health naturally, what can we do to improve the natural world of, of where these everything is coming from, and an appreciation for other species. So I see a lot of good things as we come into this Earth Day. I know. I, I, I have to tell you, I'm just listening to, to both of you talk about this. And, you know, first of all, your energy and your commitment around health and wellness is uh, unprecedented, and your action is certainly aligned with it. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, you, Olivia, and this is really near and dear to me right now. I mean, I know that you have had an extraordinary commitment to wellness, uh, especially since uh, your journey with breast cancer. Um, and more recently for me, uh, you know, a dear friend of mine has, uh, you, you know, had a metastasized situation. I wanted to ask you, you have been committed to building a spa, to building a retreat. Give us an update. Tell us about where you are with getting some action, moving things forward, and how we can help. Actually, it's amazing you should ask, because this week has been an incredibly amazing, spectacular week for me, because I have been raising money for a cancer and wellness center in Melbourne, Australia, that I'm very proud to say will bear my name, the Olivia Newton-John Cancer Wellness Center. And it's been eight years of fundraising, and um, this week we got $45 million from the Victorian government to finish to finish it and finish it the way we wanted it. So I'm so thrilled. This is a, a cancer centre that will not only have the state-of-the-art equipment and uh, will have a floor for research with the Ludwig Institute 
And my my baby, which is the wellness center, which will be attached to the hospital, it's always been my my dream since I went through breast cancer and had to seek out all these individual treatments myself, that on the hospital grounds, wouldn't it be amazing to have a place where patients could go and have a little solace and respite um, right after or before their treatment, talk to other patients who'd had it and have some massage and acupuncture and hopefully all the things that I did when I was going through my treatment. So that has just happened this week, so it's been an amazing week. And of course, Gaia Retreat and Spa, which is just that, a beautiful retreat in the mountains um, near Byron Bay in Australia, where we grow our own organic food and it's very peaceful. And, it, and um, when we fall, the most people could be there is 40, so it's always very quiet and lovely. So those projects with John, everything I'm doing with Amazon Herb, with the hospital and with Gaia, my life seems to be around healing. It's really interesting where it's gone. Well, it's it's wonderful as well to talk to you about sort of the natural uh, perspective that both of you bring. I know that uh, you also have uh, launched a recipe for youthful glowing skin, and I've seen pictures of you recently, Olivia. You look great. Oh, <laughs> now, John, you've always looked great. I just want to say that. And both of you have. But you're glowing. And it's really interesting that, you, and I want, I want to talk about this a little bit, you know, because you've had a tough time, as many people listening to the show have. But there's something about you energetically, health-wise, uh, both of you, that is really glowing. But you've also discovered something for people in terms of skin care. And I want to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, well, the Juvia skincare that I was mentioning before is amazing, and um, it has camu camu in it, which is a berry from the Amazon. I don't know if John talked about that with you, but it's an amazing fruit and just as amazing in your body as it is on your body and um, very nourishing. You know, vitamin C um, serums are very popular and have been for a long time. This is the highest vitamin C content of any plant, so you're getting that through your skin. And then if you drink Zamu and take Camu Gold on top of that, you just you can't help but glow. And then being in love with John doesn't hurt, hurt either. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, it's too sweet. I want to I want to ask each of you this question, and I know there's some other things we're going to talk about later on after after you both leave. What do you see as the greatest challenge right now for people to incorporate natural health and wellness in their lives? John, why don't you start? I think it's just knowing what to do. There's so much information yeah. out there that it, it kind of can become overwhelming. So, and so if someone's looking to do that, it's, it's hard to, uh, you know, get a grip on what to do. I mean, from a supplement standpoint, when you go into, say, a health food store, you have this giant wall of supplements and you really don't know where to start because each one sounds good and does something. Uh, and so it's important to, I think, just stop and understand your physiology and how the different organs and glands and systems work together to understand we have an innate intelligence in our body that orchestrates this thing to go together that really express our own life energy and our life force. And that life force will respond to uh, plants. I mean, since we crawl out of a cave, our body has been uh, essentially living off of, of plants and metabolizing all of the nutrients out of plant material so instead of looking at synthetic, say, synthetic vitamins or synthetic supplements, I think you want to go back to the plant source. Um, and our, our website, you know, we try to do a little bit of education uh, on that, as well as a lot of other uh, websites that are, that are very helpful in educating someone to uh, the correct, the holistic approach and, and how to get started. And it's some very good, strong, easy ways 
to uh, to get started. Mm. It is really challenging, isn't it? Oh, wow. I've been into a few of those stores myself. Olivia, how about you? What do you think is the greatest challenge that people are facing right now to restore wellness into their lives? I think a lot of people uh, are dealing a lot with their emotional stability right now. It seems to be a great deal of people with who are depressed and anxious and they don't know why. And, of course, being balanced in your health helps a great deal if you were depleted um, nutritionally it, it doesn't help in that in that instance and I think for people to try and find a balance in their life seems from the people I speak to that seems to be the hardest thing I was just having lunch with a girlfriend who is young and suddenly realized that she couldn't put off getting healthy any longer and was asking me just what John was saying about you know, she'd been to the health food store and they suggested this and suggested that and what did I know about them and there are so many choices, and that's what I love about um, Amazon is that I can, I know what I'm taking. I know it's right from the rainforest. I know it's healthy. It doesn't have fillers and, and junk in it, and mm. I've never felt better. No. And, you know, I wanted to also ask you about, you know, your music because, you know, you have a new CD. But did I this do. new, yeah, I, we're going to play it later oh. on. Yeah. But tell us. Yes, tell us about this, because this is really, you teamed up again with Amy Sky, so there you go. Yes, I, I, Amy Sky and I, um, we, make, we love working together, we're a great team, and th- these are a duet with a lot of wonderful people. Delta Goodrum, who is a, a wonderful young artist from Australia, who I think you'll hear a lot of, a lot of in Australia. Uh, she's big in Australia and now is making it in America, and we wrote this song with Amy, the three of us, and it, we wrote it actually for women who are going through cancer or going through a journey is called Right Here With You. And Cliff Richard, of course, Sir Cliff Richard, my old friend, who um, is one of my favorite people and performers, we did a duet together. Barry Gibb, um, amazing Barry Gibb, uh, so wonderful that he provided a song for this album. Uh, Jimmy Barnes, who is a big star in Australia, kind of a rock and roll singer. Um, Richard Marks, of course, a wonderful artist, who's a friend of mine. Keith Urban, we wrote a song about Australia called Sunburnt Country. And uh, Jan Arden, who's a wonderful performer and uh, fantastic songwriter from Canada. And I did a song with Amy Stein, Ryan Dan, and another with a wonderful artist from China called Sun. So it's a real mixed bag of, of happy songs. And, um, yeah, it was very nice. All my friends contributed to this. Well, and then you're also, um, uh, you know, going to be doing a, a, a concert honoring John Denver. Tell us about that. Yes, yes, I'm really thrilled to be doing this. John was a friend and um, such an incredibly talented man, as well as being a, an amazing environmentalist. Long before it was fashionable, he was um, worried about the planet and created Windstar, which is a, a wonderful institute. And so we're doing a night to honor him. And uh, I think he's being inducted into the Hall of Fame that night, and we're going to have some great acts. I know the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band are coming. I know John Oates. I'm going to be singing a song with John Oates, and John's original band will be there. So we're doing this in Boulder. Let's take a break, everyone. When we come back, I want to be talking to Olivia Newton-John about her journey, where she's been, where she's going. But in the meantime, love for you to enjoy an incredible track from Olivia Newton-John's CD, A Celebration in Song. So... Take a listen to some of these lyrics. The song is right here with you, and we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Don't give up, here I am. And if you need a helping hand, I'm going to be right here with you. 
everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I get to have a really cool conversation with Amazon John and Olivia Newton-John, and they're both joining me here today. And this is a progressive conversation that she and I began years <laughs> ago. Olivia, thank you so much. I want to welcome oh, you to the Dr. Pat Show. You're very welcome. It's lovely to be with you. 
You know, I want to ask you a question. Um, I've spent so much time listening to your music and, and sort of following your journey, and, and I want to first thank you so much for what you give back to the world. If, if you had to describe your life, how would you describe what your soul's journey has taken on in this lifetime? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, <laughs> I think I've, I've been through a lot of things and have come through them um, in a really wonderful, positive way. I'm very fortunate, and I think I think I've come through as a thriver, actually. I've never really been asked that question before, <laughs> but I think I, I'm very blessed in my life, and um, it just each decade seems to get better, which I never would have dreamt when I was younger. Mm. Someone asked me a question. I think you'll chuckle about this. Someone asked me a question. What are you going to name this segment? And I said, the first thing that came to mind, I said, you know what I'm going to name it? From Grief to Giving. Um, and they said, why? And I said, well, you're going to have to listen to the show. So I want to talk with you about this part of your life and what you're so passionate about right now and how you have decided to give back. Well, I have so many things to be grateful for and so many ways that I'm giving back and it's really just kind of how my life has flown. It wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't plan it. It just kind of went that way. All my life seems to be towards healing and, and healing things of healing. Um, I'm married to an incredible man, Amazon John, who you've spoken to with me and by yourself many times and he's really a special, incredible, human being who I'm lucky enough to be married to and, and he's introduced me to the herbs from the Amazon and, and the indigenous peoples of the Amazon and all the things he's doing down there to help protect their land and, and um, get these wonderful treasures from the rainforest. And then I'm building a hospital in um, or helping to raise money to build a cancer and wellness centre in Melbourne, Australia that will bear my name, which is a big honour also, but it's been a, an eight-year process of raising the funds and raising awareness as to the importance of mind as well as body, you know, the importance of a positive attitude in healing and how that can affect your healing and improve your chances of healing when going through cancer, which was kind of my dream of creating that for other people because I had that opportunity when I was going through mine to get different treatments. Um, then I have Gaia Retreat and Spa, which is um, a beautiful spa in the hinterlands of Byron Bay in Australia, which is a gorgeous area, um, kind of rolling hills, coming down to the ocean. And I have a beautiful retreat and spa there that is kind of my paradise to go to when I want to get some healing and real rest and wonderful organic food that we grow ourselves and, and have our own chefs and the best healers for massages and special treatments. So, and then I have the live, <laughs> I'm going on and on here, live, which is a self-examination aid for women to help them do regular breast self-examinations and it kind of enhances their touch so that when you do your breast self-examination, you could feel any changes in your breast more easily. And of course, we are the best judges of our own bodies and what is different in our bodies and um, so it seems like everything in my life is towards healing, even my music, my last CD, um, Grace and Gratitude, was a healing CD. So it's kind of my life has all gone in that direction. You know, I, I wanted to talk with you about two things. One is I'm so grateful for you to really be putting forth a breast examination kit, a way for women to actually and take their power back. And it's really interesting that we're talking about this because so many women actually are afraid to go through that examination. Do you think that we are so fearful of breast cancer that we're almost afraid to find out for ourselves, or do you think we're making progress here? Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think, you know, fear 
is the thing that inhibits women. Cause they, but what I can say is it's better to know than not to know because if you know early and by some small chance it is breast cancer because most lumps are, are not malignant, you know, the majority are not. So your chances of having a malignancy are, are not as as high as as we think. And even if they are malignant, the earlier you find a lump that is cancerous, the better chances you have of survival because the treatments are better early on before there's been any metastases and your body is stronger. And um, So I always encourage women, I say start doing regular self-breast exam. I, the reason I say this is because I found my breast cancer by my own hand. I found the lump myself and then went to have it checked out. So... You know, you can have mammograms and they're important and they're part of, you know, um, a woman's um, health program when she gets to a certain age. But when you're younger and it's just great to start doing this in your 20s so you know what's normal for you. And there's, so there's some change that isn't normal for you and that, you know, is persistent or grows and you know to follow it up. So um, it's just a tool really for health, breast health. You know, what I love about talking with you each time we get to talk is that I am, I'm so struck by the message of inspiration and hope that you give. And what I mean by that is at a point in time when people may be really feeling down and out, you have sort of emerged from the down and outness of your life to even have such a, a bigger message. And at the same time, I've just been struck by what you're manifesting. Amazon John, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a lucky girl I am. We we knew each other actually. We were friends for um, twenty or eighteen years or so. We'd met in Los Angeles. One of my friends had been to a health um, weekend, and he was demonstrating his herbs. And they got talking and became friends. And then they invited him to do a talk, and I went to the talk, and so we became friends. And um, through a series of things that happened, I gave him a dog. I don't know if you know this story. But um, I gave him a puppy, and the puppy was here in Florida, and I never saw him again. But John would send me pictures of this puppy every now and again or let me know how he was, and we'd see each other every few years. And then nearly four years ago now, I can't believe it's four years, but it was, I invited him to a show and, and said to my assistant, please ask John to come and bring his girlfriend, and he brought the dog with him. <laughs> And the dog and I kind of bonded and reunited and John and I reunited and um, he came to visit me the next day and I was doing different kinds of music. John had never seen Greece or had never um, really knew me that way. He just knew me as a, as a person and invited me to go to the rainforest six months later as he always goes in June. And we went down there and we fell in love. And like the second day, he was like, wow, where have you been? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, one of the things that I think that he shared when I talked with him was that he actually went to the Grace and Gratitude. I think you were doing a concert. Is that correct? Yes. Um, okay. And I remember interviewing a, a couple of years ago when you had put the CD out. And I remember saying to you then that this was one of the most powerful bodies of music that I had ever really listened to and now oh, you have a, re a renewed version i want to get back to that and then fast forward to your latest cd what is it about the music that you created here of course with amy sky that so reflects your journey and the journey of so many people in healing well that this that cd was kind of a self um healing cd i find that I go to music when I'm going to different things in my life. I'll write a song or write, you know, write something. And that was, um, Amy and I got together and I said I wanted to make a healing piece of music that didn't 
music that didn't stop that flowed into one piece and she created all those beautiful links that make it all flow together so you can meditate to it or have a massage to it and you're never kind of abruptly woken or disturbed it kind of flows and it takes you through the different chakras the energy points in your body to your different emotions and um, we kind of designed it that way and it was just a, a beautiful uh, CD to be a part of in the creation of it and the recording of it it was a very healing thing and so many of the things that you reflect upon in the CD uh, are really applicable to almost everything in life. For example, um, the song, Let Go, Let God. I mean, that's one that I actually have to play every day to remind myself oh, of that message. Okay. <laughs> that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, it is. We do. I do, too. It's like you do need to, to remember that... Um, you know, we don't, we can't control everything. <laughs> we just have to, uh, we just have to let go. And um, yeah, there's some very powerful messages in that in that CD, and uh, I'm I'm very proud of that body of music. Well, you also created a celebration in song, and I want to talk about this because, um, you know, you give special thanks to all the people that have joined you uh, in this event, and you're also, uh, you know, contributing some of the proceeds. But when I looked in depth at this music, the messages, Olivia, in these songs, the lyrics made me cry, some of them. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, well, this this was, um, these are all friends. Everyone on this record I have a relationship with, or Amy introduced me to Jan Arden, who's an amazing singer from Canada, and we've become good friends now, and um, all wonderful artists, and um, it was a, it was delight to be able to sing with all of them. You know, um, Barry Gibb, who's a friend of mine, and Keith Urban, who I've known before he was famous, and Richard Marks, the same, all these really talented people. Delta Goodrum, who's an amazing young singer from Australia who you will know because she's a big star in Australia and we wrote a song she went through cancer she's a very young girl went through cancer at an early age and we wrote um, that song together so it was a it was a great adventure let's talk about that song for a minute um, and I believe you're referring to right here with you yes exactly <laughs> there's a line in that song that I love and it says uh, don't let your spirit be broken or can't let your spirit be broken and I so related yes. to that how what is what is your message especially through that particular song that you want to share with the women out there yeah well the, the message of that song was you know um, don't give up I think the chorus if I remember it correctly is don't give up here I am and if you need a helping hand I'm going to be right here with you you're not alone I've been there too and um, you're not alone I've got to sing it come <laughs> <laughs> You've been there too, and I've always been through. Gonna be right here with you. Yeah, both because both of us had shared that commonality of going through something, and we both survived and thrived through it. That we wanted to write a song, you know, kind of reaching out our hand to other women, and uh, we wrote this right after I did the China Wall, and so it was. Um, all right, before I can't remember now when is the time period exactly, but it was about helping each other through, you know, putting out your hand and helping someone after you because, you know, I speak to women just about every day now who are going through the breast cancer journey and and uh, really the best message I can give them is, look, I'm here and you can be too. So that's really the message. It's a positive message. Now, you also have a, a book, a new book, and um, and I wanted to talk with you about that because one of the things I found in my own healing journey is nutrition and yes. and food. But yet, 
we need some help to understand how to do this, and isn't that what your cookbook's about? Yes, the cookbook is um, LiveWise, and it's a... Uh, this book was created as a fundraiser for my hospital in Australia, but I had such a lot of fun putting it together because I've written a children's book before. I've never really written a book book, and this was great because it wasn't really about me. It was just about my relationship with food, so I didn't have to delve too much into my life, um, little steps at a time. But um, it was a, it was really interesting, and I, I asked some friends to contribute, and I also asked the chefs at Gaia at my retreat to contribute some of my favorite recipes and just a couple of my um, home recipes that I love to cook that are really simple. And it's turned out really beautifully. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it. I didn't even know it was out until yesterday. I thought it was next month, so I'm really delighted that it's um, being talked about. I think it's going to actually come out in America too. I'm really happy it's starting in Australia and then to England and then it will come to America. Yeah, I'm very excited for it because, I mean, there's so much we could learn. I've got to, you know, you always amaze me. I mean, I think a lot of people know you from the music you've produced, and certainly now people are getting to know you from your commitment to health and well-being, you know, for people and your contribution. I'm so curious. Do you ever have any challenges these days, Olivia? (laughs) Oh, challenge. Oh, oh, yes. Keeping all, juggling all these things <laughs> and, and having a life as well. But I, somehow it seems to flow with John. Um, he's so supportive of me and me of him and we just kind of flow along with everything and just go with the river. And I think that's what's been amazing, just allowing these things to happen. And all good things take time. They take effort and they take time and they take energy. But when you're doing good things, it feels really good. It feels right, you know. So it doesn't really feel too much like a struggle. It's just, you know, having enough time to um, just hang out together. That's what we we are always aiming for. <laughs> Have you always been on a spiritual path? And what I mean by that, I, I saw the film you were in, um, you know, Deepak Chopra and so forth. And, of course, your music uh, has such a beautifully open spiritual um, uh, uh, presence to it, and I and have you always been connected to source in this way, or has the can you know your bout with cancer elevated that for you? You know, I think that I've always um, been searching, and I, I think I've been connected. Haven't really had a name for it, um, but even as a little girl, I used to write poetry and kind of feel connected to nature. And I think nature is my is my church and the animals and the wildlife and the forest and everything, which is where John and I connect really strongly in in nature and the beauty of it and, you know, there's no coincidences there. And um, so I think I've I've always been on a path. I'm open as, as in Grace and Gratitude, the CD. I believe that, you know, everyone around the world has a different belief, but I think it all goes to the same place, and I think we need to respect that and, and connect on that level rather than fighting about who's right and who's wrong. There's no wrong um, or right. I think we're all, we should, it should just be about love and forgiveness, which is what my husband's always saying. So it should be about love and forgiveness. What do you believe is the greatest gift you give each other? Oh, well, love, of course, and uh, support and yeah, support and understanding. We just We just know each other. It's wonderful. <laughs> It's a, and you know, it's really, I've had you both on the show and, uh, and everybody's going to hear the, the, you, you know, how you both are together. It's as if you have known each other many lifetimes. Do you get a sense of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even from the, in the 
beginning when we were first together in the rainforest and I'd known John for a long time but we hadn't you know spent any real time together but from the moment we did it was like I knew this was that was it and I've heard people say in the past when you meet the right person you know right away and it was absolutely true I don't think we haven't been apart since I love it. Now, you are very, very busy. Not only are you producing, you're writing books, you're producing music, you're producing Xanadu in Australia, and you're in an upcoming movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want some of what you have. I want some of that. (laughs) It's the herbs. I'm telling you, it's Amazon herbs. John, since I've met him, that's all I take. I take tons of his herbs and Zamu and Camu Gold and all the different mixtures of herbs. Every day he gives me a little concoction and now I'm learning my own concoctions because I'm learning what they're for and what they do and I've never felt better. It's fantastic. And we travel a lot. We're always moving around and on planes and in different places and we're both healthy and strong and happy. You're totally happy. I mean, you could yeah. write a book. Both of you should, like, write a book on happiness, I think. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we will. <laughs> We're very fortunate. We're very fortunate, yes. I wanted to uh, ask you what your vision is. I mean, here's where you are today, and certainly I'm sure people ask you a lot of questions about Greece and so forth. Uh, um, I'm curious about how you see yourself moving forward in the future, what you're passionate about, and what the next level means to you? Oh, goodness. Um, I kind of, I don't really have a, I want you know, my hospital, I just got the final funding to get the hospital finished, and that's a huge, we just got $45 million from my um, state government in Australia to fit out the hospital with the beds and complete it, so I'm absolutely delighted because it's been an eight-year project, and now it will be completed next year, and the patients will start doing inpatient um, treatments next year, and the year after that, the wards will be open, so that's a huge, that's going to be a huge um, thing. Gaia is doing really well and thriving, and we're helping people, and people are getting a lot of healing from going to Gaia. Um, We're getting Amazon out into the world. I'm getting the live self examination tool out into the world and my music and really now I want to um, focus on I'm hoping my daughter's going to be married um, either later this year or early next year and I'm hoping the next phase of my life will be grandchildren actually I'm really looking forward to that phase family and, and a little a little one um, but I don't want to push it too much <laughs> be the annoying grandma but um, and spending time with John and just you know uh, Focusing on the on just having some some quiet time because we're always so busy, but I know us we thrive under under busyness. We kind of we thrive on it. So, uh, but um, um, my life is fantastic as it is, really. And you know, this is what I love because all everything that you're doing, it seems like right now, is contributing to the greater good. And you know, what is the message that you would have for our listeners today, especially some folks that feeling a little down and out? You know, how would you how would you speak to them to help them get back and get engaged in their own lives? Oh goodness! Well, I think you know, finding some something to connect to bigger than themselves, whatever that is, whether they pray, whether they chant, whether they meditate, whether they run. Everyone has to find their own thing that gets them out of their mind a little bit into a peace in your mind a little bit. Um, finding something positive to do for somebody else always makes you feel good about yourself too, I think. Um, laugh. Uh, find something to laugh at if you can. As laughter is very healing. 
it's a difficult time for a lot of people, so I don't want to sound glib. I know that at the moment there are a lot of people out of work, there are a lot of people who are suffering. So um, I, I'm not, you know, an expert in this, but I know that when I've gone through my own problems and, and pains, the best thing I would always do would be get out in nature and listen to the birds and, and get in touch with the with the music of the universe in some way that um, would give me some peace and solace and know that this will pass. I think always to remember that this difficult time will pass, and I, I think it will. I think things are starting to look up. Mm. And um, we're going to be playing tracks from your new CD and, of course, from Grace and Gratitude. And there's one track, there's one song on here, and it's called Courageous. Ah, um, yes, that's a great song. And, and I wanted to ask you uh, about that is how have you found the courage to be Olivia Newton-John? Well, <laughs> that's funny. I, I mean, I haven't, it's just, you know, I think everybody, when you're faced with things, you think that you wouldn't be able to handle them, but when they're handed to you, you kind of have to, and you do. And so I think that um, I never would have thought of myself that way when I was younger, but, you know, things happen in life and things happen to you and they happen to everybody. You know, things that I've gone through have happened to many people. Just for me, it's more public arena. But I think that you just... It's amazing what resources you find when you have to you have to go through something, and um, I've been blessed with good friends and um, family, and um, I'm just very I'm very fortunate, and that I've had kind of a Pollyanna-ish brain my, in my lifetime that tended to believe in the good in things, so that's probably helped me a lot. <laughs> I'm right. I, I have to tell you, I'm right there with you, sister, because that's what people say that I've got little Pollyanna yeah. thing going on. Yeah, but you know what? In the end, I think it turns out to be a good thing because people knock it and try to knock you off that and say be real. But you know what? There is beauty in everything, and there is positive in everything. And there are times you do get knocked down, but it's easier to get back up if you kind of believe in the greater good. <laughs> well, that's rather well. the glass half full rather than half empty, you know. Like, well, that's why my uncles gave me boxing gloves when I was five years old. Oh, really? So I, so I, knew, so I knew how to get up, get up to be a knockdown. Oh, Thank that's you. cute. I think laughing, too. I think laughing at everything, that's really important. That's one of the, the most important things, is to be able to have a sense of humor. I love it. I love it. I want to thank you both for joining me here today. I know you've both got to go, but before you do, I want to ask each of you one last question. What is your personal message for listeners today? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, I'd like to, to leave people with the, uh, the notion that we have to recognize our own power and everyone can make a big difference in the world. You know, start with yourself. And, and that will reflect, you know, and resonate throughout all of your relationships and contacts. Well, I just think I'd just like to thank any of your listeners out there who have supported me in, in my life um, with my music, with the films, with personal letters. When I was going through things, I couldn't answer everybody. But anyone who's listening, I want to thank you because those things really do help. And that's another thing. If you have a friend who's in trouble, be there for them. Write them a letter and let them know you're there. It really helps. That's lovely. And I'd like to honor you, Dr. Pat, for all you're doing to get this message out to the world. I think it's wonderful. And um, I think for everyone to really take a moment to enjoy the moment and to take a breath and appreciate a bird in the sky or a leaf on the ground or a flower and take a breath because there's beauty all around us all the time and sometimes we're so busy 
we forget to take that moment, and that moment can be really empowering in your day. I love it. Thank you both for joining me here today. And I know we are going to be chatting again. Michael is uh, setting that up. Thank you both. Thank, and Thank you, Dr. Pat. Right on. Thanks, Dr. Pat. And, John, we've Bye. got to get you back in Seattle. I, I can't wait to get there. Uh, okay. All right. I'll let you know when the sun comes out. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. I want to thank Olivia for joining us here today, Amazon John for uh, joining us here today. And, you know, we're going to end the show. And I guess I should thank Keith Urban for joining us here today. Let's end the show by uh, getting a little soundtrack from Sunburn Country. And I want to remind all of you to check out Olivia Newton-John at our website, which is olivianewton-john.com, or just Google Olivia Newton-John. Everything is there, the CD, her upcoming book, lots of pictures, her upcoming movie, and much more. For more information about Amazon John, go to www.bestcamu.com. That's www.bestcamu.com. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show.
Yes, we have. Now things turn.